Welcome, everybody, to the Beards and Bros podcast. My name is Tim, one of your three fantastic bearded hosts. Uh, Jude and Joe and myself today are going to talk a little bit about inflation. Uh, you know, kind of a big topic right now, right? Uh, things are more expensive. Um, gas is out of hand. Uh, you go to buy a thing of eggs and it's crazy. Um, you know, more money in our pockets did not translate as well as I think some of us thought it might. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that today. Um, as well as, uh, this is just part one. So as well in part two, we will cover that, um, even further. Um, and you know, in normal bro fashion, we, we go off the rail here and there, but for the most part, it's based around our economic issues and government issues and how we can, um, kind of work our way through some of these things and and just kind of uh to be honest our overall distaste for the way that things are uh at this very moment so uh we hope you enjoy this episode and um you know i think that <clears throat> in part one you know we just we start to dig in throw out a little bit of facts talk about really who is being hurt the most um, we even start probably digging into the pandemic a little and the bailouts that, that were happening during the pandemic and uh, kind of work our way through those into part two. Don't forget, everyone, you can catch this episode, which we did live on Facebook uh, just this uh, past Thursday. So um, that is the full episode where you can see everything, see our facial expressions. There were some technical difficulties, so we apologize for that in advance. But uh, hey, you know, it is what it is. When you go live, you have to expect uh, that things might not always go as planned. So, um, check us out there. Remember that you can, uh, use this to go to our website, beardsbrospod.com. And, um, you know, you can always give us feedback on the Facebook page, uh, or you can email us at beardsbrospod at gmail.com. Um, just a great way to keep in touch. We're looking for people to join the podcast. The next and another thing will be with one of our friends, John Whedon. Uh, we'll cover a, a myriad of different subjects, but stay mostly toward the gun control that we had previously talked about. So I'm excited to get that out to you. And, um, you know, it'll be available as well on YouTube. Uh, and there'll be a link through Facebook to get there to watch it. Or you could just listen to it and, and uh, we'll, we'll put the full episode up on Spotify, on uh, iHeartRadio, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. Um, that is, uh, where you're going to be able to find it. So, uh, enjoy the show. This is the beards and bros podcast on behalf of Jew, Joe, and myself, Tim, enjoy the episode. Here we go. Finally got it going. Now. Apparently, the good and the bad is is that we can only go live on Facebook. So we will not be going on YouTube. But welcome to the Beards and Bros podcast, everybody. We're very sorry for all the, uh, you know, waiting that right. happened. Uh, <laughs> technical difficulties. Apparently, even though it says you can stream up to 30 different things at once, uh, apparently you cannot do that. So um, here we are. We're all ready to go. We're a little late by about a half hour. Appreciate it's appreciate your bizarre. patience. It's not honest. It's government. Yes. Um. So yeah. So today's episode, we're going to talk uh, a little bit about the inflation, uh, and not of our egos, more of the, you know, uh, cost of gas and eggs and all those, those things that we've been trying to buy. And as I am a hundred percent sure. Uh, we will have our feelings about it and we will let you know. So, um, so welcome gentlemen. As you can see, Jude and Joe are here. Welcome guys. How's it going? Hola. Oh, it's, uh, it's going now. It is actually going now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sharing all the different Facebook posts that I'm part yeah. of. We're experiencing minor technical difficulties. Making sure we're all out there. update everyone and let them know that we are live <laughs> we are we are and listen you know during this please feel free to throw comments on the uh the live feed in facebook we'll be more than happy to talk about it if you just have something you want to say if you have a question if you have a suggestion of some sort 
uh, we'll be more than happy bonus. to address it while we're, you know, while we're talking through some things. Bonus points to the first person that likes and comments uh, live from Altoona. It's Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Listen, share it for us. Um, yeah. Share it as much as you can. Uh, get it out there. And, um, you know, we'll, uh, you know, based off of comments and, and things like that, we'll, we'll put you in a drawing. We'll, we'll do a little, uh, little t-shirt giveaway for the beards and bros. And if my wife is currently watching, um, we're going to have to make a t-shirt. So <laughs> prepare them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've been talking swag for a while. Let's give, let's give one away and, and see how it goes and uh, see if we can't get some people to wear it. So. Give the people what they want. Yeah, exactly. And it's, we do owe it to people for their support. Yeah. Yeah. And who wouldn't want a Beards and Bros t-shirt? That's my question. You know, <laughs> you know what I heard? I heard it is oh, one of the hottest shirts oh, there you go. right now. If you look it up, the Beards and Bros t-shirt, it's selling like hotcakes. You they would are, not believe. They're flying off the shelves. Literally, we're out of stock, they're, so I'll have to go get more. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're all sold you out. You, I'm telling you right now, you can't find them anywhere. You Nope. You cannot nope. find them anywhere. My closet. That's about it. <laughs> and that kind of relates to what we're talking about today, boys and girls. Supply and demand. Hey. And, uh, Jude's wearing his. <laughs> Jude's wearing his. I thought. I thought yeah, about I, it. I would be wearing I'll autograph this. I'll autograph this one and give it away. There you go. There you go. Don't even wash it. Anybody want an autograph beers and bros t-shirt? Make sure it still smells like it. I'm not going to wash it. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. We need to have all the juices built yeah. into this. Okay? If you want to, he's going to go and work out. There you go. Yeah, he's gonna go and work out right yep. after this before he signs it. <laughs> Wait, I thought you said extra fries, extra not fr extra size. <laughs> I you said extra fries. I'm oh, so yeah. confused at this. Now. Okay. It is what it is. Hi, everybody. We're we're off the rails already. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Yeah, we're okay. just excited to be actually going at this point. So <laughs> we're it, we're on the rails. But it's shaky. It's a shaky ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Amtrak, okay? Yeah. All right, and so... Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk some inflation. Uh, as, as you all know, it has been, like, crazy. Everything seems to be going up in price. If it's not, you know, homes at one point, because during the pandemic, we know that, you know, homes for sale were going crazy like prices were being driven up because people were out there just looking for it right we got all these these stimmies and uh you know they they were great great free money um i think what we didn't see in hindsight was we were going to have to pay for that somewhere down the line and that time has come um we're starting to see that we have and i know this is going to sound strange because a lot of us are probably going to pull our pockets out and go i don't know what the hell he's talking about but there's more money out there but we aren't really spending it. <laughs> and when we are, we have to spend it on things that have gone up in price. So, you know, now there's less money in our pockets. It's a whole whirlwind of crap that just doesn't seem to be really working out uh, in our favor at this point. So, um, you know, what, what do you guys think about this? Whole thing? Real quick. It's not because of one branch of the government or one section of the government. Newsflash. Sorry yeah. to tell you. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Uh, a lot of people like to point fingers at certain things. And I'm not saying that um, our higher ups uh, don't have something to do with it. Uh, but, you know, we'll kind of get into that. I have some notes that I wrote down um, that we'll, we'll talk through and, you know, kind of discuss where all this kind of stuff happens. But just on a, a, you know, before we get into like the statistics of it all, you know, how do you guys feel about it? Like, what are your thoughts about this whole inflation thing? Where are you seeing it hit you the most? Gas. I mean, you hard to say because, you know, I feel like everything is has gotten so expensive and the, the dollar goes so much less further now than it used to. Um, and that inflation and cost and prices of things have continued to rise. And if you look, uh, I forget the study. I have it in my book here. I'd have to go and find it. It'd take a minute. But if you look, there's actually statistical data that shows the rate of inflation, you know, opposed 
to uh, the rate of income and how that's increased and, and they break it down year by year, uh, you know, things have continued to increase in price, but the wages have not rise to match. And it's gotten to the point where if there is a middle class, which I still argue, you know, to this day, but if there is a middle class, I feel like they're being pinched out uh, because you're kind of in this position where, you know, you just have enough money for essentials. Like you said, you're not going out and spending money on anything or much of anything that isn't essential. Prices are continuing, you know, to go up all the time. Money is not being spent on those kind of things. Businesses are suffering. I don't understand what's so hard to figure out about the problem. Like this, the, the, the ratio isn't working. Mm. You know, um, I think I agree with what you're saying. I think the thing is, like you said, the, the bar or where they set the bar for middle class, for poverty and everything like that. The problem is, is where where middle class used to be with inflation, that bar has changed. Like that bar, that bar has changed dramatically for some people. And like I, I said before we went live is we inflation cost of goods and everything has increased and we'll talk about this a little bit more but incomes also since post pandemic incomes have increased to a point um you know you have people now that were making eight nine dollars an hour are now making 13 14 dollars an hour so people don't want to see that though or they want to talk about it you know, to where, yeah, I'm making more money now, but everything should still cost the same. Not the case. These companies need to recoup that cost somewhere. So if they're paying you more, they have to bring more money in. Bringing more money in means I need to increase the cost of my goods. That's one reason. That, that, that's one possible reason. You know, I know just from my work, we increased everybody's pay during COVID and post COVID. You know, we, we were starting people out at $10 an hour. Now it's $14 an hour is our base. So that money has to come from somewhere. And when that happens, you got to pay for it somehow. And you're pay, paying for it out of your pocket. You're making more money. You got more to spend. And because I'm paying you more money, I need more money. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we'll talk about that more. But I mean, like I said, the bar for middle class or blue collar, however you want to call it, that bar is not where it used to be. That bar has moved. So, and for some people, their incomes haven't changed. Mm-hmm. They're the same. Yeah. And they're suffering. Everybody's suffering right now. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things that we consistently see on a daily basis is it's gas prices that are killing us right now. Um, you know, Jude, you and I, drive a truck and uh you know i try not to let it get under half a tank because i know if i let it go any further i'm looking close to 100 bucks to fill it and you know if i let it go completely i'm looking at way more than 100 so um you know 168 buddy yeah 87 168 i mean that's crazy you know i mean i keep thinking about we're going on a camping trip here in a couple weeks and i'm like my god the gas money alone is going to be we're going to have to only eat hot dogs yeah, exactly. We're going to eat good, buddy. Don't worry about that. I'm, bringing, right. I'm bringing deer meat. I'm bringing all, all right. shit. Buddy. We're set. We're, good. We're set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's probably one of the biggest things. And I, I think that it's really everywhere, you know, the cost of eggs and things like that. But, you know, so basically what I was reading uh, online, because, you know, I did a little research beforehand. You know, we've been talking about this episode for a little bit. And essentially, higher if they were to higher interest rates, right? If they were to make them higher, which they're already attempting to do. Um, currently, we are sitting at a 1.75 federal rate. That's the the, the Federal Reserve said uh, they went up actually 0.75 percent recently to get to that 1.75. So lower interest rates during the pandemic because they were trying to get people to go out there and and spend, right? Yeah, we're all stuck at home when nobody can do anything, but, you know, maybe you want to move and buy a new house or get a car or whatever, you know, take loans, things like that. 
now they have done that. People have gone out, done all those things. Um, we have, it, it, you know, it was truly a seller's market for, for houses um, because you could charge crazy amounts for something that may not be 100% worth what you're really putting it out there for um, when you're selling, buying or selling a home, well, really selling a home. And then, you know, car costs went up because people weren't, you know, taking their used cars and trading them in and, and places like Enterprise and, and all those other, you know, rental companies weren't taking their fleets of used rental cars and putting them out there for used purposes, you know, putting them in an auction or whatever, how that works. Um, so we didn't, we still aren't seeing a lot of used vehicles. So it was driving up the cost of used vehicles. That's why I ended up getting a new truck because it was about the same or not cheaper to do that. Um, and, and it continues on down the line. I mean, it's, you know, little things here and there that you just notice, like, hey, that costs more than it used to. And part of it, yes, I, I 100% agree. Do I think that people needed to make more money? Yeah, it, they did. Um, but we all knew that was going to come with a price at some point. And that price is now here and continuing to go up. But a couple of the things that... Well, the thing um, is... The thing is, too, is pre-COVID, before inflation and everything, people were struggling to make their ends meet. Yeah. You know, before that, you know, and I, and we'll, like I said, we'll talk about more. I think the thing is, is the companies that were bailed out for COVID are now, I might as well talk about now. So the companies pre-COVID, big companies like Walmart, you know, Best Buy, bigger companies, Amazon, whatever, they, they got bailouts from the government or they got money from the government to keep them afloat. They needed no help, you know, to keep them afloat. Bezos is going into, in this fucking space. Elon Musk is going into space. If you have enough money, to send somebody into space, you have enough money to pay your fucking bills. A lot you of companies need the money from the government. A lot of companies saw their most profitable year in the history of being in business during COVID. Right, right. My company, like where I work, we we did phenomenally. Like we made money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Now we didn't get a bailout from the government at all, but I know we got breaks. You know, a company got breaks. Everybody, a lot of these bigger companies got breaks. My point is, is they got this money from the government and they got used to that money from the government. They ran their business off of the government money, not off the income of the business. So I'm going to use the government's money to run my business. Now that that government money is gone, they got to dip into their own pockets now to pay the bills. They don't like that now. Mm-hmm. I don't think now people... it's, well, I like making all that profit. So I'm going to increase the cost of my goods to make up that money. So now I increase the cost of my goods. That profit equals out to the money that the government was giving me. And I still don't have to touch my money in my pocket. So which one of us is clear you know, on that because aren't there laws in place that prevent businesses from price gouging like that price gouging yes there if, are. if they even if small increases if you think about a small increase in something even though you know we sit here we think about okay eggs were you know what a buck a buck 80 for a dozen right now they're two dollars for a dozen 20 cents jump right doesn't seem like a whole lot but if you sell a couple billion dozen in eggs, <laughs> 20 cents really can I be think, a whole lot more. I wow. think price gouging is based off of a percentage of the national average. So as long as you stay under that percentage that's your price gouging, government ain't going to touch you. Here's the thing, then. I want to know, because in doing my research, I discovered that to combat inflation, every country has an appropriate monetary authority like the central bank um, that takes necessary measures to manage the supply of money and credit to keep inflation within permissible limits and keep the economy running smoothly. What agency is that here? 
in the U.S.? Federal Reserve. And it is, there is a central bank. Yeah, as well. There are, so, But it is a Federal Reserve that, that basically holds that percentage, that 1.75 that we're currently at. They can change it to help with inflation or even the opposite end of that, you know, during the pandemic when nobody was spending anything because you couldn't go anywhere. Everything was done. You know, you were buying the essentials online or going to Walmart, getting picked up, whatever, you know, whatever your grocery store is. But uh, yeah, so that they exist, they're out there. And that that's something that'll come up at some point, uh, you know, that I was going to talk about is they're telling me like what they had said, what the thing that I read, it was on, I think on MSNBC, uh, their website is that basically um, by year's end, they want to be at like 5.4%. We're currently at 1.75. That's a pretty big jump to get Ooh, there, right? And then by well. this time next year, they want to be at a 6.6. Because then people aren't going out and buying as much. They aren't getting loans. They aren't getting, you know, things that because you have to pay such a high percentage of back, it's going to slow everything down a little bit. And ultimately, the higher rates reduce demand reduced demand then lowers the inflation in general. I am not an economic uh, economics major. My wife, uh, she had to work or she had to go to her workout thing tonight. So um, she actually took some economics in school. She probably could have helped out a little bit on this one. But I mean, I to tried. me, it seems pretty basic. It's uh, we said extra prize. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of easily accessible information about a lot of this stuff, but it's it's not so much readily available. You know what I mean? I feel like we're all playing a, a giant game of Monopoly that nobody's quite explained all of the rules to. Yeah. Uh, but we're playing Monopoly and the board's already been flipped off the table. Right. Yeah. And it's not that this information is hard to come by, but it's, it's not, you know, a lot of it's not common knowledge that the average everyday working American citizen knows. Yeah. And so uh, they, yeah. One thing that I found actually, and, and I rarely go to this website, but um, on Fox, Fox, uh, Fox News, they had it. They interviewed someone. Oh, 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 oh you you've already triggered like ten people. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was interesting facts that you know that I actually looked up, and they were they were real. Um, but the so at the moment, the average household is paying an extra four hundred and sixty dollars a month. Than what they were paying previous before the in this inflation issue, that's a that's a big jump. Four hundred sixty dollars, man. I mean, that's not rent anymore, but that's a car payment. That's um, uh, student loans. You know, that's that's a big jump. Complete um, and transparency. That for our family, that's a that's a lot of extra expense. Yeah, for the we make it's a lot of money, man. Yeah, a lot of money. Four hundred sixty bucks, man. You know, a, here's here's the thing. When we were when we were younger. And believe it or not, we used to be younger. Um, we're not as young as Joe, but I mean, you know, we're younger. Um, <laughs> you know, four hundred and some bucks to us back then, or to a, to a kid that's only in his twenties, four hundred some bucks is a lot of money. Yep. Well, you, know? <laughs> you know, the older you should be, the older you get, the more money you make. Yeah. Pay attention, kids. <laughs> so. The, the older you get, the more money you should make. So a kid that's 21, 22, just getting into the workforce, which you should have been in the workforce a lot, long time ago, I digress. However, that's a lot of money. You know, 400 and some bucks is a lot of money. Now, when we were that age, you can get an apartment, a really nice apartment, for $400 a month. But that was a lot of your paycheck because you weren't making as much. Minimum wage back then was five twenty-five. I was going to say, I had an apartment um, 400 bucks, you know, when I was in my 20s, and I did make minimum wage, and it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. My very first job that I ever had, okay, I made 475 an hour, and that was minimum wage. And then they jumped it from 475 to 515, and I thought I was rich. <laughs> you can't live on $5.15 an hour. Oh, yeah. Right no now. way you could. No, no. way. No, no way. way. You can't make it off of the minimum wage now. What's minimum wage now? Seven twenty-five. Seven something. Yeah, it's uh. 
I was going to say, even people that are getting paid right now, well above minimum wage, making what I would consider a fairly decent wage, you know, if we're working hourly and being compensated hourly, it's fair. Um, I don't think most, the majority of those people on average are able on that single income to survive on their own, to pay rent or mortgage, utilities and groceries and gas and I remember during the during the 2016 presidential election, Rick Santorum came out and said that a family, family, the wife should not have to work because the man makes enough money to support the entire family on minimum wage. That's why Rick Santorum did not win the 2016 presidential election. Hey, hey yeah. you know. And crucified him for it and he deserved it if you think for one second even a family just with a man with like husband father boyfriend girlfriend baby just one child you're not making it on one income there's no way and if you are please by all means send unless, me a message because i'd love to know how. unless you're making you know three hundred thousand dollars a year that's different i'm not saying Every situation is the same. Right, but he said a, a father making minimum wage okay. support a family. Uh, no. no way. Couldn't like, support- I know for me, living in State College, the cheapest rent here in State College, on average, is $800 a month. Nothing included. So you're $800 in a whole. Let's say you have a cell phone. Your cell phone is 100 bucks a month. Okay, so now you're $900. Then you have your water bill. Let's say your average water bill is like 70-some bucks. And then you have, if you have a cell phone, cell phone, or I'm sorry, not a cell phone, but uh, internet. Internet's on average $100. Internet, is, internet so now you're, is no longer a luxury. That's a that's a utility. That's a normal utility, You internet bill. Right. So even that, you're at $1,100. That's then not counting your electricity. That's not counting anything else. You're at like, what, say $1,300 a month? Yep. You're at $1,300 a month right out of the gate. That's not feeding yourself, getting to work, buying Car clothes, payments. anything else. Car payment, anything like that. Who can afford it? You know, who can afford to do that? You can't. Yeah. It's nuts. And the way that prices are right now, the way that they're increasing, people... I know right now there are there are parents out there who are skipping meals for themselves so their kids can eat. That shouldn't and, and, and then you got the people out there going, America is the best country in the world. But you have parents out there still not eating so their kids can eat. Mm-hmm. If we're so star spangled fucking special, that shouldn't be happening, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I was talking about that. That's why I was talking about that age. The Federal Reserve, like what reserve, like what and uh and uh make some adjustments here. Make some adjustments here. Dollar is worth less. Something needs adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick, I just want to say, you know, thank you to everybody that's watching and listening to us live. If you uh, didn't see it before, please make sure you give us a share. Make sure that you like us as well. Shoot the hit the like there, um, like and share, please. Uh, that way, I can keep track of who is all here and uh, put you in that draw. We are likable, damn it. We are likable. Put you in that beards and bros T-shirt, uh, uh, you know, um, giveaway. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with, with the both of you guys. Um, it is, it, there should be no one struggling if you're, if you're a working person to feed a family and you, yourselves. And yes, here there's a new classification. It's called the working poor. I mean, it, it, it's true, right? I mean, you know, I, I was, when I was working at Sears for that little bit, a few years back, I just did it as like a side gig. So for me, it was just a couple of days where I made a little bit of extra money to put toward whatever bill or my woodworking or whatever, you know, whatever we could um, utilize that, that money for. 
and I was making that seven twenty five an hour, and there were people working there for years that still made seven twenty five an hour. I don't even know how they did it. Seven twenty five hour. Yeah, like I, their, I their raises <laughs> were the raises to minimum wage. Yeah. Which any company that does that, fuck you. Yeah. That's bullshit. And that's why if you have a dedicated is no employee to your company <laughs> that sticks through you all those years, and the only raise they got was because the government said, hey, the minimum wage is changing, and that's the only raises they got, you deserve to go out of business. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, the old executives and everything for Sears are living fucking large right mm-hmm. now. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because now they do everything online. I still get emails from Sears and, you know, hey, check this out because I was part of their program or whatever, but everything's online. 100% transparency. As much as I hate being on, sometimes being on, I'm very grateful for the things that I have. Uh, As frustrated as I get being on this side of things financially, I don't fault anybody um, or any company or any, you know, person for being successful or having money or being wealthy. Absolutely not. Well, um, I'm again, hundred percent honest with you. I am learning as much as I can about economics and finances and, and I'm kind of trying to, you know, tiptoe into entrepreneurism and try my hand at several different things. And I highly encourage everybody else that's listening to take a shot at it and do the same. I promise you, you are good at something or have some kind of message to offer to someone or some kind of service to offer. And I highly encourage you now more than ever to, I mean, learn about all that stuff and and how to be resourceful and make money other ways than trading your time. The whole trading your time for dollars system is, it's kind of fucking everybody over right now. Uh, It's not really working out well for too many people. I don't have any more time to give personally than I've been giving to my job and I'm not making any more goddamn money for it. So it's time to start investing and looking into other vehicles that are going to make me money because this whole trading your time for dollars thing, not working, Mm. you know? So I highly encourage people right now to pursue your other options. If you've ever wanted to, you know, thought about starting a business, now's the time. There are plenty of options available to, you know, to do that in an an affordable way, even if you're broke. So food for thought. (laughs) So to add on to that though, with inflation and everything and with let, let's just look at small businesses small businesses got nothing and that's who we should have been trying to save well we should have been trying to save the small business i should clarify right now the business to get into for people uh that don't have anything to invest like you know in brick and mortar type business online businesses man you can start an online business for virtually free doing anything doing exactly you what can. we're doing off of a podcast I'm I'm just going to say I just really really quickly want to say that I don't disagree with you Joe but I think that you know it's not as easy as just starting it absolutely not there's a lot of blood sweat and tears like and I I, I, I'm you know I'm going to say this and I mean nothing to anyone and I hope I don't offend anybody when I say it But if we wanted to take this and really make it a big thing, right? The hours that we would have to put in to do that and then not seeing money come in immediately from it would take away from our actual jobs. I mean, right now I'm unemployed, but, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like it's, I 100% agree, man. It's so hard to do. A lot of people are like, Oh, I don't have the time, you know, in a position that I'm in right now with the kind of job I have, I do have that little bit extra time, mm-hmm. you have a little bit extra time right now in your situation. Uh, Jude, not so much as often, you know, but I know everybody's circumstances are different. I'm not saying, Hey, you can go online and start a business tomorrow. You know, it's going to take that sacrifice of yeah. time. It's going to be time away from your family that, or time with friends or that kind of falls into I'm too the busy issue. Selling redneck gun. Right. <laughs> that That's the issue, Joe, is that I think that, you know, people hear that message and I know what your good intention is with it. And I agree with you right. that, you know, if you put you put some hard work behind it, it'll happen. But people don't always want to do that. They assume that it should be given to them without putting anything behind it or, you know, and I'm not everybody's like that. I'm not saying, no. you know, and there are certain circumstances and things and I don't want this to translate to any other issue. I'm talking about like starting a job, starting your own, you know, thing to make money. 
you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take blood. It's going to take sweat. It's going to take tears. It's going to take a ton of money. And so the problem with that is, the problem, the problem with that is, you have you have people out there that'll say, "Hey, I want to start a business. I started my business," but then they don't put the work in. Right. You know, and the and money you gotta come in. <laughs> and and the thing is, is I think I I think I looked it up here a couple couple months ago. Most small businesses are not profitable in the first year. Exactly. Yep. You know, they're putting so much money into building their business yeah. that they're think, not profitable for that fourth year. I think the statistic I read recently was that 80% of small businesses fail within the first year. Within the first year. Yep. yep. Because, and, and the problem with that is, is a lot of people who start a business or start their own business, I should say, don't have a mentor to say, hey, let me tell you what I did wrong so yep. you do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people out there that you can't you can't just jump into the ring with Ali because you have two fists. You know, it just doesn't work. You know, you, you gotta you gotta have somebody to tell you, hey, this is how you gotta use those fists. So or some, this is how you gotta work on this. Some and really it takes good dedication. Yes, absolutely, dude. And consistency. And uh, some really good advice that I got was... I lost my train of thought on that. (laughs) We'll have to read (laughs) it. Because I was like... like, like, Back to my point. Good good on you, sir. (laughs) Right. Like like John Whedon and Danielle, they they own the pizza shop. Yeah. Yes. I guarantee they have months or they have days where they put more into the business... And what they've got out of it mm-hmm. i guarantee you there's days like that like yeah. i paid more today in cost than i have in profit you know in, in some days you lose you just got to make sure that the days you lose don't outnumber the days you win yeah yeah you know, i'm sure john would john would talk about that but i mean you know going back to my original point is the government saved all of these big businesses they pumped money into all these big businesses and they made the small businesses jump through hoops for a little crumb of bread. Yeah. And that's backwards. Yeah. They're giving that's millions of billions backwards. to, to bigger companies and then right. these, 10 grand these, to some little small companies. Right. These big companies that are out there, they're making money. They're successful. Walmart for all intents and purposes needed no hand. Walmart would make it. Yeah. Walmart made it. Same thing with like Best Buy. Best Buy didn't need a handout. Best Buy is going to make it. Um, same thing with all these other, you know, big, big name retailers where they got money to help them. Like Amazon got Amazon got money. Why the fuck did we give Amazon money? Well, here's There's the no thing. point in us giving Amazon money. Especially why? Because nobody has any money to go and spend at any of these businesses right now. I know they're not making much money. So they did. So they did. Let's 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 jump on that real quick. The stimulus checks or the extra money that you got in your unemployment. Okay. There were people out there making more money and and and, and I and I don't understand this. Made more money on unemployment with the stimulus money or with the extra unemployment money was making more than when they were working. Oh yeah. Why? So, mm-hmm. Well, for those you know what I mean, like even for me, like working for Verizon, there was a couple weeks where I had to claim unemployment because I wasn't working. We shut our store down, so I collected unemployment. And I looked at my bank account the second week after my employment, and I I was like, where'd this extra sixteen hundred bucks come from? <laughs> like, so when the where, government, where, giving- where did that come from? When the government's giving out free money or stimulus, stimuli, whatever, uh, <laughs> whenever that's happening, I don't think people quite realize that that's coming from somewhere and you're going to have to pay that back. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to pay it Check. at some point. Check right. a lot of your bills. But Check like, your bills now. There's, You will see a federal like, recovery tax on it. I got it. Right. But I got that initial 1600 bucks. 
And then two weeks later, I got another 1600 bucks. And I'm like, what? I made more in four weeks than I did in an entire month when I was working. Mm-hmm. Just off that. You know, at that point in time, with, what, with where I was at with Verizon, you know, and how slow we were because no one was coming out. And I worked off commission, you know, so I wasn't making that commission right because no one was coming out. Mm-hmm. I made more money in one month off just as that payment. Why? Why were we paying people more money to not work yeah. than when I, they were working? It should have been just what their base salaries were. They yep. still were to it survive through it. Right. There should have been, there should have been something to where they had to fill out. Or, or the, here's the thing. The state knows how much you make per month because they take taxes out of it. Yeah. So the state should have looked at that and went, hey, so Billy Bob over here makes $750 a week at his regular job. So what we're going to do is we're going to pay Billy Bob $750 a week. Period. Base. Unemployment, anything, $750 a week. We're going to give you that for six months, and then we'll reevaluate it. But Billy Bob was making $750 a week whenever he was working. Now, with the stimulus money, he's making $1,200 a week. So where's that money coming from? You're going to pay for it. The problem with that is, is the people who weren't getting that money are now paying for it. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Timmy liked the stimmy. I got some cool things, but... (laughs) Who doesn't like getting money? But the thing is, it's not even a stimulus. Like, if you add the stimulus on top of the unemployment benefits. That's even more. Yeah. Where do you think that money's coming from? Yeah. And, and, or and who's going to pay for it? We the can't people, say that the people we're, who we're didn't hurting. Are yeah. paying for it, too. And it, what, what drives me crazy, and I, I man, this is going to probably sound horrible when I say this, but we keep sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine to help them fight this war with Russia, which baffles me it's kind of like look you can fund these people you can send them weapons you just can't really get into the fight well i mean we kind of are getting into the fight you know <laughs> like this whole that whole thing's a whole other thing but it's still going on for crazy so here's here's my only thing with that here's here's my only thing with the people who bring up well we're sending ukraine billions of dollars we've been sending billions of dollars to other countries for a long time before yeah yeah i get you know? that so but to bring up, well, we send money to Ukraine. You got to bring up all the other times, though, too. Like we sent money whenever the tsunamis went through. We uh, sent money whenever all this other shit happened. Yeah, you know. So to bring up, well, we sent Ukraine all this money. We've been sending money forever. Yeah. Here's my thing. Like I brought up on one of the other podcasts when we had a national disaster, when Katrina came through, only two countries came to the right. United States and said, "Here's money." Mm-hmm. France, Canada. Whenever we have any other disasters, who do you think do you think any of these other countries are sending us money going, hey, it, so we see how you guys help everybody else out. So here's your money. Nobody's yeah. coming to the United States and doing that. So why are we doing it? Yeah, I mean why it's are we doing it. It's be, it's because we we have this ridiculous like spendable income, but you know But we don't. Well well yes, but how many people look at the would, national look, debt? My cell phone is is a pretty nice cell phone. You know what I mean? Do I really need to have that cell phone? <laughs> I just need one that makes phone calls, goes on the internet. But I wanted it because it did all the right. fun things, you know. <laughs> you know things like that. We we oh we are cash cows. You know, there's that. If you ever remember hearing that term, uh, you know, most of the time that that kind of lays in with like teenagers because they will just take money and spend it. You know, most teenagers are not. Um, going to be saving money for anything they just they get paid or they get money from somebody they go out and they put it towards whatever it is that they want at that point in time sneakers blah 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 blah. that there's never really stops in the defense majors there's a lot of adults that uh, well that's what i'm saying that never really stops right. you know we still want to go get the video game that we want to play right we still right. want to make sure we have the nice things that we want to have with, if it's clothing, if it's tech, if it's tech uh, technology or trucks or cars or whatever, it, we do it in a different form that seems to be more maybe responsible because you might have to take out a loan for something. If you want the nice house or the, the nice cars and you're building your credit and things like that. But 
ultimately it never stops, right? I mean, it. we're about to have a yard sale and I got a lot of crap I'm going to sell. <laughs> Joe, you helped move. <laughs> you know, there was a ton of crap. <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, you know, I, it's just things that we accumulated that I don't really feel like we needed. And that's probably why it happens because we put so much money back into everything that they have this plethora of money. And, and to me, the whole money thing is ridiculous to begin with because it's a, it's a made up form of trade. Why are we, uh, well, we don't have enough to cover that. Well, why print more. <laughs> and that's not concerning to anybody because not a lot of people realize that we're basically trading imaginary currency that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. It's, it's messed up. I, I don't think that we shouldn't help out other country. I, I think we should be helping the Ukrainians out because it's a horrible thing they're going through. And however we can help, I think is a great way to do it. Um, I think sure. that when horrible things happen in places and we can send money or, you know, cargo, whatever we can to get there to help them supplies, whatever, send it because that's just the human thing to do. Um, but I also, I'm on the same page of like, what about all the broke crap here? Because right now we're, we're kind of on this downfall. First off, as you've said before, Jude, the world looks at us and laughs a lot now. And that didn't used to happen. Um, and this isn't helping this, this inflation shit isn't helping. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, we all know that oil gas prices are high everywhere, not just here in, in the U UK. It's, it's like what Korea, 10 bucks a gallon UK, China, Japan, <laughs> yeah. Russia. It's all expensive everywhere. right now. Everywhere. It's not just here in the United right. States. Right. I'm tired of that argument of why are we suffer? Why, why do we have to suffer? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, it's, you know, we wouldn't have this problem. Right. Yes. The pipeline for all the, crud that just flows down that's not having nothing to do with making all gas. the oil that they can't use for gasoline <laughs> right. uh i mean yes it definitely does hurt other people and their businesses because my my cousins they did like a um you guys have seen i have this metal stealer symbol right that i got from my wedding for my cousin who they use like this machine to cut it out um and you know he does a lot of that kind of like work and he uses that oil to do certain things i I'm, I'm not a i'm not an expert so i don't know how to talk about it but uh you know I, when it happened my cousin had reached out and kind of mentioned that to me and i was like oh that's that is horrible so i'm not saying it's not hurting people but it has nothing to do with with our gas prices <laughs> not nothing nothing you know do you realize a lot of people probably don't because you know they just see one thing on the internet and it's fucking gospel do you realize we are actually drilling more than what we used to? Like oil production is up, but gas prices are so high. Mm -hmm. Why? Tell, tell because me. Because the guy for Exxon needs a bigger boat. Goddamn right. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Those guys, the, they're ripping us off. That's ridiculous. And and I, I posted something a while ago. One of my other cousins, uh, you know, mentioned about looking, going on and actually looking at their quarterly earnings and it wasn't as high as everybody thinks. I call BS. I, I find it real hard to believe that these guys aren't making a mint off of us. I mean, these guys are already billionaires and they're just adding to it. They're, they're you know, making money hand over fist. Yeah. Because like, we can't just stop going places. You know? Exactly. What are you gonna do? They they got us by the balls. Yeah. And and they're, right now we're in this like limbo of, okay, do we continue okay, to we to buy you know gas powered vehicles or do we go to electric? And you go to electric, they're crazy expensive. Electric, they're crazy expensive. So I'm like we're echoing somewhere. I don't know where. And the thing is, is, like you gotta look at how they're how they're charging. <laughs> What's that? I'm echoing and I don't know why. I'm echoing and I don't know why. It's, you got to look at it too with the whole, well, buy an electric car and everything like that. And you look at where, where do you think that electric is coming from? It's coming from coal. It's coming from, it's coming from a, 
a fossil fuel source. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's coming from, from something like that. So you might be saving emissions out of your car. However, to charge your car, you have to plug it into a machine that has electricity, and electricity is coming from a coal turbine or from a coal it's like plant. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I mean, I know that they're really just, pushing makes, hard I mean, I know that they're really for other things. Other things. Um, like the electric, um, and, you like know, the electric, and, solar you power, know, wind solar power, wind power, power, you know. Power, you know. Why am I yeah. echoing? Why am I echoing? Timmy's like echo, echo, echo. I know, seriously. I can oh, hear myself oh, twice. I know, seriously. Joe, do you oh, hear me twice? Yes. Joe, do you hear me twice? <laughs> I hear me twice. Uh, I do I not. Uh, somebody have Facebook open yeah, right now? Somebody have twice. Facebook open right now? Mine is, but it's muted, so. Mine is, but it's muted, so. Well, to me, if it wasn't muted, maybe you'd hear yourself twice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, you oh know. man, but yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, you know, the whole gas prices, inflation, cost of goods—you got to look at it this way too. You can't blame the farmer who is selling eggs or even milk right now. That's charging more for his milk because. I guarantee you that farmer is making the same profit off of his milk from like, say there's a farm here and Gallagher's comes in and buys his milk. Gallagher's is not paying him any more than what they used to pay for milk. However, you got to look at it from the perspective of the farmer. The farmer now has to pay more for diesel fuel to run his farm. Like, people think, well, the, the milk doesn't come from the tractor. Right. But that farmer has to take care of his cows. He's got a farm. He's got to take care of that farm. That farm runs on a field having to be plowed, cultivated, everything like that. That farmer now is paying a shit ton of money for diesel fuel and not making any more in his milk. So... Now that farmer who is not making more of his milk is charging more for the corn that he's selling. That corn now goes into, let's say, a box of Frosted Flakes. Corn and isn't... Frosted Flakes goes from... Corn isn't... What's that? Corn isn't everything. Corn isn't everything. Right. Everything. Let's just say dog food. You don't even have to go to court Frosted Flakes. Dog food has corn in it. Now that bag of dog food that you're paying nineteen dollars a bag for is now twenty six dollars a bag. Dog food is insane. Simply right because now. that farmer, right? That dog, that farmer is trying to recoup that money that he's paying for fuel or for shipping. He's pay, he's paying more for shipping now for different things, you know. So he's got to recoup that price somewhere. And I say this, and I say I say this all the time to different people. If by any means necessary you can shop local or get whatever you want locally instead of getting your milk at walmart go go to the local gas station and buy gallagher's velwood farms anything other than the national walmart brand shop local you're helping out these farmers you know you're helping the local guy or go to a farmer's market and 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 buy off these farmers that are struggling right now yeah. And I know that because where I work, we sell, we sell feed and you talk to these farmers that are coming in here and buying feed. And you know, the guys that used to buy a skid of feed are only buying 20 bags of feed because guess what? Can't afford it. Mm-hmm. They can't, they can't afford it. They're not making the money that they used to, you know, running a farm. And that's unfortunately why a lot of farmers are selling their land. You know, a lot of farmers, they're just not farming anymore. I think that's... they can't afford to. I think that started whenever Monsanto, you know, sold everybody shit to spray on their crops and then it genetically modified the seeds. And then they said, well, that's our product that modified the seed. It's become partially ours. We're going to take a portion of all your sales, et cetera, et cetera. It's been, a, it's been hard to be a farmer and get by ever since Monsanto stuck it to. Yeah. Yeah. I know, <laughs> I know farmers before just growing pig or raising pigs. They were losing 
a certain percentage per pound for pigs because they were putting more money into raising them than what they were getting per pound to take them to the market. So they were actually losing money to sell Crazy. that pig. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, tell me how America is so star spangled fucking special. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I'm, I'm reading through some of the comments that were left by some of our, our listeners. Uh, we, we know, uh, <laughs> But uh, so Brahman mentions that a friend of her daughter's, you know, owned a food truck. They tried to basically expand it and make it a physical location. And within that year, they had closed. Cost her up. I mean, even when I was talking with uh, John and, and uh, about it, he was saying that he and Danielle have noticed that, you know, cost of cheese is up and, and the, the sauce and everything. And he's like, we're trying our hardest to stay affordable, but it's hard because the costs keep rising. Um, Megan Mihawk, uh, Kukenbrod, Jude, any relation? No, 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 no. Megan said, you know, she's downstairs with Bob B. She's, I got time to run. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the big companies are basically getting or donating to the politicians' campaigns, and that that is something that one thousand percent is gonna hurt us consistently because i'll be damned if there's some politician is you know what what what's the average that they start at like a a, a senator or a congress but what a, to to the internet i think uh, uh, for some of them is like two hundred and seventy five thousand a year yeah that's a pretty good living for a junior <laughs> yeah yeah that's a pretty you good two hundred seventy five thousand a year i will keep my yeah. fucking mouth shut now i'm happy to be here yeah <laughs> Let's talk about how Exxon might say, hey, you know, let's do some things. And and I'm sure that there's some kind of laws against that that we talk about. Oh, they can't do that. I don't care. <laughs> you also aren't supposed For to. Every to law, there's or, yeah. They, you know, it, they're getting something back for this, you know money for their campaign donation those donations right um if it's all going to their campaign then then how do they get these really super nice houses everywhere uh <laughs> like the one though if you remember during the 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 pandemic who i forget who it was they were just hanging out on the beach at their you know beach house during this whole shutdown and they like somebody took a picture of it from a drone or something. I don't remember who it was, but it was a politician. And it's like, okay, you know, look, I get it. You're going to make good money, but are you making that kind of a house on the literally, you know, on the beach of the ocean like, or Great Lake or whatever it was, yeah. you know, where's that money coming from? You know what I mean? And it's because they're getting these donations from these big companies and they're not going to push an agenda that might, take and hurt that company and hurt their pockets because now they might not get that money you know that's that's crap as far as i'm concerned that's the american way yeah unfortunately unfortunately yeah you know what's that joe you know you have these big companies you said about the american way and i said what mindless consumerism (laughs) It's true. You know, it, and we and we and we talk about it, and you know, I, I I talk about it a lot. Where the American government is not for the American people. The American government is for whoever is funding it right now. Mm-hmm. Whoever is helping to push the agenda, or or give the money in order to push the agenda. That's what's happening. If you're not one of the people who is pumping, who is feeding the train, they're going to let you behind. You're in the caboose. You're in the back. We, we don't want to talk to you. We'll talk to you in four years whenever we need your vote. Then we'll take, then we'll take the engine to the caboose, and we're going to pull you guys for a little bit because we need your vote. Period. Like we've talked about it before. When's the last time you heard about Black Lives, Black Lives Matter? Yeah. I guarantee you, you'll hear about it about the end of 2023. About the middle to end of 2023, you're going to hear about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. You know, and, that, and, and the government will care about it. Yeah. The government will worry about it because now 
whoever's running for the president or whoever's running for government, they're going to need that vote from the African-American people. Yeah. You know, so now we care about you. Now and we that, want to know, we want to hear what you have to say now. Yeah. And that's one of those things that should not have, should not go away until, you know, we are, I don't, I don't know if we're ever going to be fixed because people are people, but at least in a better place, you know, and we, I don't feel like we're there yet. We're still having issues, you know, uh, we just don't see it as much. I feel we are far away. We're getting further away from it. Like I've always said, mm-hmm. we're getting further away from being okay. You know, it, it, and, and it's sad. It, it's really sad because you have all these people out there, Republicans, Democrats, whatever you want to call yourself, whatever it is. You have all these people out there that think that America is just here and everybody else is underneath us. And that's not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. And people haven't seen that yet. America is not. And, and Joe, we've talked about it before, the video with Jeff Bridges. Not Jeff Bridges. Um, Jeff Daniels. Where that America is not the most, you know. America's not the greatest country in the world anymore. Best not the greatest country in the world anymore. We're not. But you have these people that pop that drum. In television or something like that. Yeah. But you have these people that thump that drum of, you know, America and, uh, you know, I'm so proud to be an American. I'm so proud to be this. I'm so proud to be that. Here's my question. If you're so proud to be an American, why are you against the American way in different aspects? You know, we, we have stuff. We have ways that have been in a, in process or in law for years. And now people want to fight that. And we want to fight each other. We want to fight the way that we that we process things, the way that we do things. We criticize people for the way they think or the way that they want to live. We're criticizing that. If the American dream is considered freedom, you're free to do what you want. You come to America, you're free to live. You're free to be whatever you want to be. However, you got to be what you want to be in what I see you should be. Or what I see is right or I'll see what's wrong. And we we want to say that, you know, oh yeah, come to America. It's so it's so great here. We'll we'll take care of you and everything like that. That's not the case. It absolutely is not the case. You know, and and you know, these these people who are coming up here trying to just make a living, and we're making it so difficult for them anymore. Like it's so difficult for Somebody to come into America with a dream and I have an idea and I want to do this and I want to be an entrepreneur, but I want to be an entrepreneur in America because there's so many chances there's so many, you know, reasons why I want to be here. So such opportunity here, but that opportunity is being taken away with you got to pay for this. You got to pay for that. The cost of everything is so much higher. We're making it difficult for the entrepreneur to come over here and live the American dream. Well, that's why I said about, uh, I clarified further, um, online business, if you are looking to get into being, you know, an entrepreneur, online business is where it's at right now. Um, Brick and mortar, you don't stand a shot. That's just facts. Real estate prices alone being what they are. No way. I think it depends on the product for the brick and mortar, but it it is hard. It is way harder at this point because, you know, some- of me to say i shouldn't i shouldn't be that negative about it you're right it's just like i said it just really depends like you you know and there you have it everybody part one of inflation uh you know we um we talk about a good bit of stuff to you know kind of throw out some facts there and really dig into how it's really hurting us uh as a society right at the moment um you know I think we all have good points. I think um, that we're all on the same page that at the moment, America does does not feel like the America that we once knew. Uh, We know things change, right? We know things evolve. Now, I'm not really sure that everything is evolving in the proper way that it should be. So we kind of discussed that a little bit. Uh, Again, we just really talk about the gas prices and how that's affecting us. And, you know, talking about some of the, the, the 
what we think are misconceptions on how things can be fixed um, from hearing from other other individuals out there that, that are either a part of our lives or just in general. Um, and, you know, we continue to do that in part two as well. So, you know, thank you for listening for this week. Please continue to do so. Share our episodes on Facebook. Uh, if you see the Facebook Live, share that as well. We did go live with this again. So just as a reminder, we were live on Thursday. Most of the time now, I think we will be live first. And then we'll release this on um, on your favorite podcast listening platforms uh, within the next few days after going live. So, uh, you know, I'll continue to try to make our release days on Friday. I apologize for this one coming out a little later than normal. Uh, there will be an and another thing bonus episode coming uh, with uh, my friend, our friend, I should say, John Whedon, who uh, who brings some some good knowledge to the table and a different point of view and and kind of brings up some things and he might surprise you in his his takes as being a well-known uh, Republican and um, uh, as you know we know at, Jude is a Republican uh, card carrying uh, currently I believe he's uh, he's a little disappointed in the Republican Party uh, where uh, I believe that Joe and I are, are pretty much Democrats at this point but we all know that I tend to land on um, the middle part of the fence you know and i think joe is kind of there was with me as well as well as jude we, we we know how to compromise you'll you'll see i think you'll enjoy um john's commentary and his knowledge of the things that we talk about with gun violence and some other things that we kind of talk about as well so um thank you again for listening for this episode please remember you can catch us uh on all the platforms you listen to iHeartRadio, apple um, spotify wherever you're listening to us thank you if you have not left us a review please do that and uh, again, just please share our, um, our our Facebook page. You know, talk about us with your friends. We're looking for people to join and be guests and talk to us. Um, we're uh, we're really pushing to have more people come on and kind of have these discussions with us. Um, so if you're interested, let one of us know. Uh, you can reach us through the Facebook page. Just give us a message. If you know us personally, shoot us an email or you know text message or video chat me whatever you want to do just let us know um thanks again everybody have a great night have a great weekend and we'll catch you next week with part two of inflation on behalf of jude joe and myself tim have a good one